who else didn't discover an artist or a band for years? They were out for years and their brilliance eluded you. You were ignorant about who they were as an artist. You had no idea that just a few listens away, a few steps away from the artist you're so invested in is this other thing that transcends everything else. I know, I'm super dramatic about it. <laughs> but seriously, who else has, has had that happen? Yes. In 2003, I was perusing music videos in America Online's video database. Does anyone else remember that? You could just, for free, just browse all these music videos. And they had a very interesting mix. It wasn't a huge library, but they had a very interesting mix of rock artists and pop artists and electronic artists and classic artists. You know, it was a pretty wide variety. And at the time, give you some context, I was not into anything that was too far outside the pop or dance music genre. I thought I was well-versed in music. I thought I had a big range of taste, but I don't really think that was true. I didn't care for rock at the time. I didn't care for classic rock. I didn't understand what it was about, so I was ignorant. But at the time, yeah, my taste was pretty narrow, I think. And all of a sudden, something hit me, like a truck. I have to say like a truck, because here's what happened. So it's 2003. I'm looking at this library of videos, and I see Big Time Sensuality by Bjork. I'm like, oh, isn't that that rock band? <laughs> yeah, I thought Bjork was a rock band. Couldn't be farther from the truth. I had no idea that this was a firecracker from Iceland. A being, an artist, a true artist, so full of enthusiasm for expression in life that it would bowl me over. So yeah, I'm looking, I see big time sensuality. I'm thinking, well, that's, that sounds intriguing. <laughs> so I click on it and I see this girl, petite looking, you know, kind of strange, odd looking, beautiful woman on the back of a flatbed truck. And there's this slowly rising, intensifying synthesizer in the background. And she's looking around and it's in black and white and she's in the middle of New York City. And she looks a little timid and a little unsure, but as the bass synthesizer suddenly rises up out of nowhere, her clear, assertive voice just rings out and she looks around and says, I can sense it. And it's weird. She's like, she's putting her arms out and she's kind of slowly moving around. Like there's these things going on in her head and she smells her fingers and she looks up again and it's weird. And I love it. I absolutely love what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing. I've never heard anything like this. I've never heard her voice. I've never heard this music. What is this, right? And it slowly rises up, and I'm just thinking, what is this? This is just getting ready to explode. And then as the drums kick off in this fantastic song, the truck slowly starts to move, and we see her dancing around, bouncing around, 
singing out to nobody but everybody and giving everything up on this flatbed truck in the middle of New York City in black and white. That's all the music video is. It is the most brilliant, lo-fi, evocative video, one of the most I've ever seen in that respect. It's just one of the most I've ever seen. <laughs> one of the best I've ever seen at that kind of emotion. So emotive, so expressive. This woman brought me to a new level of expression in my music. She's this tiny little Icelandic woman and she packs a punch like nothing else. She screams, she shouts, her voice pierces. It's so strong coming out of her. I cannot believe it. And really, I want to focus on the song and not the music video of the song, but I can't not talk about the video because that's what hooked me on this artist. That's what got me into Bjork. And you know, I, was, I was a decade late. She dropped her debut in 1993, and she was singing well before that. She was in a band called The Sugar Cubes, and she released her first album when she was, what, 11? It's kind of insane. Over-the-top talented. I mean, she is beyond auto-tune or being the perfect conventional singer. She's all about emotion, and that's what I love most about her. And I could talk about a whole... I could do a whole series on her. I could talk for two hours about just her artistry and the expansiveness of her catalog, but I want to focus on big-time sensuality. And not just the fluke mix, which is my favorite. That is the version in the music video, and it's the version on her Greatest Hits album, which is the first album I bought of hers. By the way, if you didn't know, her Greatest Hits album, the tracks are ordered by the number of votes that fans gave for her best songs. So the first track is All Is Full of Love, the video version. That is her, according to her fan base at the time, her best song. Can't say I disagree with that. It's a spectacular song. I gotta talk about that. Gotta talk about All Is Full of Love. But I wanna talk about Big Time Sensuality because that is the song that got me on to Bjork. I've never seen her live, ever. And I regret that. I wish I'd gotten into her when I was younger, and I wish I'd seen her at one of her outstanding performances. Because she can just stand up there and belt it out. She doesn't need choreography. She doesn't need... She's her own choreography. <laughs> it's just she feels it so much, you just feel it with her. It's fabulous. So Big Time Sensuality, it's the sparkliest song I think I've ever heard. It's the biggest pick-me-up. It's the biggest confidence booster. And I love that it's not just about love, I think. That's how I'm taking it. There's so many lyrics in the song that are some of my absolute favorites ever. I don't know my future after this weekend, and I don't want to. Oh, it's so good. Something huge is coming up, right? Something huge is coming up. Hopeful. Ah, the hope, the hope, the hope. It takes courage to enjoy it. The hardcore and the gentle, big time sensuality. What a brilliant use of words. What a brilliant expression. How true is that? I mean, everything is that 
It takes courage to enjoy it. It takes courage to step out your door. It takes courage to make a decision. Mmm, sing it, Bjork. I love this song so very much. So the fluke mix. We've got pounding synthesizers. One of the best electronic songs ever. That groove is something else. It's so addicting. There's this arpeggio that just warms and circles around all of the other sounds in the chorus when she sings that rising emotive climax. Big time sensuality. And it just, it goes around and around and around and it just lifts you up while it does it. It's, it's got this levitating quality to it. It rises up above everything else, above all the noise. It just rises up. And that bass is something else. That synthesizer bass just pulsing along, dancing up and down, and taking you along for the ride. Fabulous. And I love the middle where she's singing in Icelandic and the gibberish that is hers and only hers. Did you guys know that? She sings... In English, Icelandic, and then she's got kind of these own little inflections that she does that are really fun to sing because it's just your interpretation of what she's doing. But always on point and always the perfect phrase at the right moment. I can't explain it. It's just an innate thing, I think, that she's able to interpret an emotion so artistically and creatively. It just feels... It just feels, you know, it feels. So as she goes through the song in the video, and it's this unrelenting nonstop force of sparkle and positivity, it doesn't stop. There's no breaks here. There's, there's a few moments where just the drums are going and the bass is going and she's singing, but most of it is just sheer joy in a song. And then by the time we get to the end, She whispers that fantastic phrase again. She whispers it in this harsh, joyous, absolutely ecstatic whisper. And then it just fades out. It's wonderful. Now, the album version of this song, which was on her debut, is very, 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 very different. And it took me a while to appreciate it because I love the intensity of the fluke mix so much. There's a lot of remixes of this song. But the album version from 93 is this cute little club-like, it almost sounds like something I would have put together on one of my first keyboards. It's adorable. Different vibe. Obviously, it's more light on the sound. It has a video game quality to it that I really love. Very catchy and fun. Not nearly as anthematic, but still just as enjoyable in its own right. Just a different take on it. Then there is the live version. I can't remember which live box it was on, but she does this slow, dreamy, extended trance feel version that takes you to this other realm entirely. It's... It's sneaky the way it gets you, that version. I got to tell you. I got to tell you what, what album it's on because I will never forgive myself if I leave that out. And I wasn't planning <laughs> on including this information, so give me 
just a second to get to it. I think it was Live Box Disc 2. So this would have been, yeah, this would have been the tour for her second album, I think. Yes. So it's, it's so good, the live version. And watching her sing this is such an inspiration. I think for any performer, countless heavy rocker people, men, women who just love hardcore rock, talk about Bjork and how she sings and how emotive she is and how unhinged she becomes and how much she screams and growls and snarls and just lets it all out there every single time. She lays it all out. Nothing left on that stage, but pure expression. And transparency. It's difficult for me when I'm watching or listening to someone perform and you just feel like they're not being themselves. Yeah, they might be putting on a good show. Some people are fantastic entertainers. They dance well. They do a good job. They're fun to watch. But it's different when you see someone that's so in it. You can feel that they're in it. They don't even have to try. They're putting everything into the song. And that's what Bjork does. That is absolutely what she does. And she's one of those rare artists that can do it in a video too. Some people come off as very staged and it's, it's not genuine in a video because they're trying, right? And I understand in some instances, it's nerves. Some people don't do well in front of a camera. They would just rather stand up on a stage and sing. But she knows how to work the camera. I mean, big time sensuality, that video is such a treat in and of itself. I've read about that video quite a bit. And when it was made, she was, she was timid about it. She was shy. You, you can even see that, that there's moments where between the cuts, she feels a little bit apprehensive about what she's doing. I would too, if I was rolling through New York City and I was bouncing around <laughs> on a flatbed truck, busting out a song. It would be pretty scary to do something like that. But she goes out there and totally exposes herself with her emotions and it's amazing. But if you watch some of her other videos where there's not a whole lot happening, but there's so much happening underneath, like Hunter or Cocoon or Pagan Poetry, that's a pretty graphic video. (laughs) Bjork is not one to shy away from sensuality, that's for sure. She has some very, very exposing graphic videos, but I love the artistry of them. I'm one of those people that if you gave me a really gorgeous painting of, you know, a nude of someone by a, a bath or something like that, I would love it because I'm all about the light and the emotion and the feeling, you know? So that's what I love about some of her videos. And Big Time Sensuality just has this joy and this, it's so childlike. It's like she's this kid bouncing around and she doesn't care. You remember being that way, just being a kid? And I used to go outside and play in the wind with our huge umbrella. And occasionally I'd catch some air. (laughs) It was rare, but there were moments when I caught it just right. I caught that gust just right. And it would carry me about a foot. It was so fun. I lived for stuff like that. I didn't even have to be around anyone else. I just lived for stuff like that. And, And Bjork is like this woman who has this little child inside of her. And big time sensuality is maybe the pinnacle of that kind of energy that comes from her. Because a lot of her stuff is very intense. It's very emotional. It's very dark. But this is nothing but happy, 
an encouragement. Mm, it's such a good little tune. So fantastic. And honestly, definitely in my top 10 tracks ever, I would say. It has been consistently since 2003. And I'm still so sad that I hadn't discovered her earlier. I'd seen stuff about Bjork and I'd heard about Bjork before. Like I said, I thought, I thought it was a rock band. But I didn't catch on. It's like Beck. I'm going to talk about Beck too. But Beck was another artist that for a long time, I just thought, oh, he's that weird guy that did Loser. <laughs> and I know a lot of people have that sentiment when it comes to Beck. They don't understand how many albums he's done and how extremely, extremely versatile he is. Bjork's the same way. She can do just about anything. I've heard her do live takes of songs that totally spin the album versions. Big Time Sensuality is a great example of that. She takes something that's really energetic and very lively and sparkly and shifts it entirely to this dreamlike state of subconsciousness where everything is rich and warm and yellow and orange and smells like linden trees and just, I don't know. It's, it's a whole experience with Bjork and Big Time Sensuality is a great one. So that is my Bjork obsession. I go through phases with her where I'll listen to nothing but Bjork for about a week or two. And then I'll get back to other things like Queen and Beck and Paris and Natalie and Bruglia. A lot of good artists out there. So big time sensuality, the fluke mix. Last time I looked up the video on YouTube, it was no longer there. And I have no idea what that's about, but perhaps you can find it. If you can't find the video, at least listen to the song. I don't care what version it is. Just pick one and listen to it because you won't be sorry. It seriously is one of the best boosters I've ever heard. For your vibe, for your emotions, for your day, just give yourself a kick with big time sensuality. It takes courage to enjoy it, <laughs> but <laughs> it's worth it to dive in headfirst. Do it. Do it now. Later, guys.